Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Today 2020 BMW Championship Picks Fantasy Golf Preview One and Done Best the entire card we got coming at you want to let everyone know this is the first show new show at least on the Mayo Media Network please this is a new endeavor for myself so please go subscribe that will go a long way into helping the channel grow which i desperately need at this point also smash the like button to the episode in the description of the video please tell me who your early lean to win the bmw championship is at this moment if you're listening to the audio podcast rating five stars the audio podcast hasn't changed you're still listening in the exact same spot as you probably know because you're listening to it right now shockingly enough also, Jeff Feinberg is here in studio with me. We're going to do some giveaways if we got up to 5,000 subs. We didn't get up to 5,000 subs. It's a heavy ask. A big ask? For, well, it's a big ask for no new shows on a channel. I was hoping people would go out. So even if you listen to the audio podcast, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mayo Media Network. But you, uh, you, you still want to give away that uh, I'll give it away. PGA but 2K? But they got to earn it still, or have they earned it? I don't think they've earned it yet. Okay, so when they earn it, I'll give it away. So you have a copy of PGA Tour 2K? Yes. To give away? Yes. I got a Fantasy National membership to give away as well. Plus, we're going to have other giveaways on the new network to get people to subscribe. We're going to bribe people into subscribing to the show. That's what we're going to do. So I want to get to... I want to get to 10K by the end of the week. And if a lot of people are watching this, then we need to get up there. That's maybe too lofty of a goal for one week. But at the same time, if we clear 5K... Let's say we clear 6K by the time the players tee off on Thursday. We'll do a giveaway. Right. Sounds good. All right. You're the boss. <laughs> now I am. Yeah. It's great news. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, the Listener's League link to the PME DraftKings Open is in the description of this video and podcast. People are having, we switched over podcast platforms over to Anchor and just like it translates its like I put it into anchor, everything's fine. And then it translates like super weirdly. So people are having problems with that. I'm going to try to rectify that. The easiest way to do it is to get it on Apple Podcasts or just a link. You click it and boom, you're in the contest. Uh, I'm going to try to see if I can integrate it into YouTube. The problem with the YouTube, as I experienced in the past, is that linking it to like DraftKings is like against the terms of service and they shut the channel down. So that's why it directs you to the audio podcast in order to do it. But I'll see if I can have a workaround to that. Maybe I'll change the link a little bit and boom, it won't be a problem anymore. My write-up is already up on dkplaybook.com. What else we got going? Fantasynational.com slash mayo to get 20% off. You get a monthly right now. You get it all the way through the U.S. Open. So that's good news. Golf isn't stopping, by the way, ever till December. 
There's a tournament every week. Yeah. I'm curious what those fields will be like as we've spoken about because they're leading into majors. Uh, this one does kind of feel like um, the last real event until the U.S. Open, but the U.S. Open is very soon. And so many high-profile players aren't even in the top 70 that I suspect that week before the U.S. Open, we will get quite a field at this point. I would think so, but it's... So the U.S. Rose, Open, Fowler, Fleetwood. Yeah, but the U.S. Open is in what? Like northern New York? Yeah. And the tournament before... Oh, Napa. Is in Napa. I mean, it probably doesn't matter. It's not like guys didn't play Memphis, then go to San Francisco to play. It's a fucking airplane flight. Yeah. I don't want to overrate it, but guys might feel the need to tee it up. I don't or, know. Or they'll just do what Tiger did and be like, I'm just going to Wingfoot and playing. I mean, Phil's in the Ozarks. That's <laughs> true. He is. <laughs> right? But he said he feels good about his game, and he doesn't want to take an, uh, multiple weeks off. He'll play now. He, he, I, mean, I don't know if he will this year, but he usually plays Napa. He's like one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's also out in California anyway. He probably owns like a vineyard in Napa Valley. But even still, like he's San Diego, Southern Cal guy. So getting there. Phil's from everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what? He actually did set up even shop in Florida this this year. The tax. The hand thing means the taxes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but he just said, he said, I feel good where my game is at. He feels he's trending in the right direction, and he doesn't want to take multiple weeks off of competitive golf, but he did say he will be in Napa. But he always plays the week before the U.S. Open, whether it be Napa or I'm trying to remember what it was. Now it's a Canadian it's, now Open. Now it's a Canadian Open, yeah. So we'll see. Um, oh, yeah, we should probably say like how you get in the giveaways. So you got to subscribe to the Mayo Media Network on the YouTube channel. Sub to the podcast, too. Like All this stuff really goes to help. The higher the numbers the more shows we can come at you. And I have the intro video up there, like Paul's and Cody's uh, Dogger Pass podcast. That video is now going on to the Mayo Media Network. I have the Vintage Guest Corners. I'm actually looking to develop some new shows, which don't involve me, which cover different topics. But I want everything to like stay in line with you know, the vibe of this channel. We have to give Cam a call. We'll see. Give Cam a call. Get on here. Give him like, horse noises, the show. <laughs> Maybe just a horse racing show. Who knows? Raza's out there, too. He knows a ton about horses. Anyway, um, share the show around. So if you retweet it, share it on Facebook, whatever you do. Go, go tell, like, three friends to go subscribe as well. If you can do that, I'll see the retweets for everything, and then I'll contact you to see if you've won. But we got to get to that 6K level. We get to 10K, even bigger prizes to give away. And, oh, the big thing, too, is I'm still doing videos up on the DK, uh, DK YouTube channel as well. Um, if you see people over there in the comment section and they're all like, hey, what happened to the show? Just tell them, like, hey, it's over here now. Don't be like an asshole about it. But, like, you know, the more people we can yeah. migrate over, the better. And I'll have exclusive content up there, too. Also, guess what we're filming later this week? Yes, we AFC are. win totals. It's NFC win totals. The Custy Awards coming soon. I, I held back some of the And with football, like... <sighs> We had to wait close to the season. It's, it's, yeah. it's happening. I'm starting to get fired up. Prison Mike, like, broke his shoulder already. Oh, what? This guy just needs a personal trainer. He can't get up. He goes down he hard, and I'm he can't get up. I cannot get up. Just before we're recording, like, the, car- the carrier pigeons are already letting me know if I know that a Charger's injured. No, I missed it. People do that to me with, like, golf stuff, too. Yeah. Like, did you see this? Like, no. <laughs> I don't have the internet, man. <laughs> Um, I wasn't paying attention. No, I appreciate it. Like, if you see it and it's, like, the moment, like, if you don't send it to me within the moment, like, a Schefter or Rappaport send it to me or have tweeted it, don't send it to me. 
that's that's that is my request. But it's crazy. It's here. I was at a small socially distanced uh, wedding outdoors yesterday. I got a little sun. Uh, and me, my butt, like, we are excited to draft. People might not be searching fantasy football on the Google yet. It's starting. But we are, we were talking about it. So we are excited to draft, draft positions known, um, ready to go, fired up. Did you, does that mean you didn't watch too much of Sunday at TPC Boston? I wasn't really much to watch. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. I was not around a ton yesterday to watch it. Um, Dustin won by 11. <laughs> 11 shots. Yeah. He went full Michael Kim on the field. I'm I'm a little mad at myself. Because we talked about, hey, Dustin's a really good number. And then both of us were yeah, just like, eh. We acknowledged <laughs> this, the, the board was identical. I mean, the field strength, we talked about it. it it's a major in terms of what this field is. Uh, harder than some majors, potentially. You could make the case for because Daniel Berger's in it. Uh, don't be mad. He should have played better over the past, I don't know, previous to 18 okay, months. Th- they'll rectify it. I don't know if they will. When he wins the U.S. Open, they might. Um, point being is it was a 20-1 to 1 for DJ. It's identical to the PGA Championship. Oh, my God. He came second at the PGA. Horrible. <laughs> Normally is a form golfer, despite what we saw a blip of this year after the Travelers win. Reestablished that form in Memphis at the PGA. Uh, and I just got super cocky. Super cocky, thinking it's FedEx Cup season, and it's it's Dustin is a super elite, but you have to like just call the super elite like Babe Ruth, like pointing to the fences. Like I got cocky, thinking now Bryson's just gonna win, and I'm gonna call it. Like I know something instead of just trusting the process. First instinct texted you before nine a.m. Like it feels like DJ makes the most sense here. But I think I'm back on the proper process for this week. Yeah, I, I have a very heavy, the board is hard. Yeah, the board sucks. Um, I think it's going to change would be my guess because I just don't see who looks at this field, looks at all these players and everyone's this. What tournament did this happen? I, I feel like I say this every week and I forget the tournament. I think it was Heritage. Yeah. Where just like everyone was in the teens. And it's like it actually makes sense for this tournament because there's only 70 players and there's no cut. But at the same time, like. Do you really want to go to the window with seven guys in the teens being like, what? Eventually, like, someone's number has to drop because no one's betting them. Uh, But we'll get to that in a second. I feel bad for Harris English. The guy lurked all season long trying to get a win, and he couldn't cobble together four great rounds in order to achieve victory. He did it. He finally did it, and he lost by 11. (laughs) Crazy. And Harris English, like, even before this week, I was joking with some buddies that he, to me, is like golf – in a nutshell, he's he's like he, is he has go- the speed. Like if Harris English can turn his fucking career around, Spieth is going to be fine eventually. He's just when Harris English is running pure, like is running good. He is so on and pure, but when he's like off, he's off. But he's a beautiful thing to watch when it's working for him. And yeah, hopefully that w- this wasn't just a couple week blip because now uh, you want to bet Harris English, you're gonna pay for oh, it. yeah you're paying the price you're, you're now betting him 35 not in the Wyndham field but in a FedEx Cup field that's probably yeah. a bit steep but yeah that sucks I do you're Harris English like you're it, it worked out fine because I think he's like third in the FedEx Cup standings now he's going to East Lake so that coming in second was probably worth like a million bucks 
and then just being and then no getting in the no cut events is worth it. But worth he's not getting into the tournament of champions. I know it's a joke, and unless there's other win, unless he wins this. I know there's other big he'll events. Win, he'll win a Silverado. Don't worry about him. Feels like it's coming, but also like be prepared. If this was a real year and we were going to have a real swing season, we'd be entering like Harris English like twelve to one with Cantley, yeah. at like at the Shriners or something. <laughs> I don't really have much more on TPC Boston. I, I really don't like people were complaining that the course played too easy and that kind of thing. It's like, well, DJ got to 30 under par. It's like, well, he also won by 11 yeah. strokes. It was one of the best performances we've seen in multiple years on tour. But then like we get to the BMW championship, the winner of the BMW championship, each of the past five years has been minus 20 or better. Like the FedEx cup. And that's when we get into the course, like a lot of people are gonna say, well, at the 2000, you know, Jim Furyk won at the 2003 U.S. Open when it was here. Bryson, you know, really grinded it out during the 2015 U.S. Amateur. It's like, yeah, this isn't a USGA setup this week. It's a FedEx Cup playoff setup. And you know what the FedEx Cup playoff wants? Birdies for yeah. everyone. That's entertaining to people on TV. Um, my only take on the DJ stuff is I think people aren't respecting what he, like, Instead of trashing the 30 and what it represented as the course, I think you have to respect what DJ did and hold that as like the extreme outlier to, I, to everything we ever see. Completely agree. Like in most years, minus 19 wins at this course. DJ just happened to take it apart. Maybe they need some better like pin locations next year or when it's back. I think but it's three I, years it's back. But either way, when we... My, I, I, I'm not joking about the Michael Kim thing. Like the last time we saw a performance this dominant on the PGA tour was when Michael Kim won at the John Deere, like two years ago. When any of those big five guys, and I guess if you want to include Brooks in it, you could extend it. Oh, we can talk about Brooks. When, when you good win for you. Listen, when you want to, if they are playing at their a plus plus to be 30 to one third, 30 under is possible at a lot of the courses that aren't major setups. And we just don't happen to see this collection. Like it's one thing to have like Justin Thomas in the field. And if he doesn't play his absolute like best possible outcome, he's not going to get to minus 30. But when you have the top 10 players all in a field at a course like this, one of them is likely to have their best week and get to 20 under or 30 under. It's just a ridiculous outlier. It's like, it's a dominating performance. We think back on this year of like who had, it's not going to come up because it was the first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And no one really cares. And it was just such a. Although if he wins the FedEx Cup, it could be what we remember most from like the year DJ won the FedEx Cup. Sure. But did people even remember who win? I had to rack my brain no, to, figure who, to remember who won last year. No, it was the oh, Rory Brooks Rory. battle. Yeah. But I totally forgot. Brooks. Yeah. Who won the year before? Justin. I thought it was Xander. No, Xander. Rose. Rose. Rose won the year that Tiger says it's it's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be a time, I think, I don't know. You wonder, like in 15 years, will like people be like, oh, Morika will care about like how many FedEx Cups these guys win. Like the players we're talking about never spent a moment caring about it. Maybe the younger players today i don't know it's just the money it's that's the money it's 15 million about. bucks if you win hey, like play to win play e to win either way the Brooks stuff he uh he hurt his knee he's a, he's out getting ready for the u.s open i'm guessing yeah absolutely finally take some time off stop playing the windham and get yeah, yourself ready stop for going to minnesota and the windham 
in a schedule that was surrounded by WGC's majors, FedEx Cup major. I don't know. Whatever. Golf's hard. Golf are we is. Get, are we going to get a break on him at any point for, at a major? They have to be moving his number. Like when they have to be moving his U.S. Open number. I don't know if they have this morning, but if he's going to come in there, twelve to one, he's the second favorite. Dustin's ten. They moved. They moved everyone else because Dustin's up to being the favorite. Brooks is second at twelve to one. They just know that people will go to the window and bet Brooks. That's insane. What's what's the num- what's the proper number for you to bet him at the U.S. Open? Twenty-two. Yeah, he should be in the twenties. He shouldn't be ahead of the guys right now. That's just golf's hard. He's not there. Even Rom showed lots of life on the weekend. Well, that's something maybe I want to discuss. What do I do? Part of me's like, oh, t- uh, we'll get there. But do I overrate Tiger's best round of the season, or since the restart, or is like? Look at the scores. Like, why should I overweight these sorts of things that we saw on the weekend? When, like, a four-under round didn't mean anything. No. That was, like, a median round. Yeah. So, like, what I don't really, like, I don't want to get too excited about maybe how guys played, potentially. I would agree. I think that playing well, I mean, we've seen Play- it in the FedEx Cup playoffs before. Like, people can ride a heater through uh, the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did and DJ rides heaters. Yeah, he's he, not going to shoot seventy nine eighty after this one. Maybe he will. Maybe it's a the post COVID. Who knows? But either way, uh, just taking a look at the U.S. Open odds very briefly. Of course. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Completely spaced on it. So next week we're doing the Tour Championship show. It'll be short. Why? Uh, I don't think I'm doing a DraftKings show for it next week because why? Did we ever get odds last year like without the reset? I don't remember. I think I think that have. we did. But in the end, Rory would have won, but he won an actual and he won if we played a four round stroke play. Yeah. And I feel like the same thing will happen again. I don't mind. I like the format for the tour championship in terms of like a viewer and determining who wins. Like, I think it is smart that whoever wins the event wins the FedEx Cup. That makes the most sense. It's just, it's so weird. It's like jarring to look at. It's like, oh, he has a 10 stroke lead to start the tournament. It's like, okay. But no, who second place has what, six? I think second place starts two strokes back. And I also didn't agree with the allocation of strokes. I don't remember, but I'm sure next week my weird. beefs will be, remi- I'll be reminded of my beefs. But that will, that's when we'll have the win total show. So we'll do the Monday golf show and then we'll release the, uh, the win total shows Tuesday and Wednesday. At least that's the plan for the moment. Just, this yeah. is technically the last real show of what was this season. Yeah, because then we're going straight into football, and then football will replace golf on the Mondays and the show with me, you, and Tim. But for U.S. Open and Masters, we're doing a full week of real golf content. That's not going anywhere. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, but U.S. Open, just very quick odds. It's DJ 10, Brooks 12, Rom 14, Rory Bryson, JT 16. Xander Morikawa, 22. Webb, Day, 28. Cantlay, Berger, 30. Finau, Reed, Hideki, Scott, all 33. Like, just wait till the week. Unless yeah. there's someone, like, way, way, way down on that list. Yeah. I'm not even seeing it right now. Like, anyone who kind of... Francesco Molinari has odds. I wonder if he's going to play. It'll be hard because even saying with this field this week, Pat, I mean, I... Hey, is Dustin really going to go to 6-1 to one to win the U.S. Open? I highly doubt it, even if he wins the next three events. No, and how many of those guys will actually stay under 20-1 to one outside of a cup? Like if Bryson has another bad week, he goes from 16 to 25 pretty quickly, I think. 
Well, he drifted the week of the PGA. Yeah. He was like a guy people were, I, I guess, what memorial got to him, and he didn't have a good St. Jude. And there are the incidents with the officials. Uh, I missed the cut last. More See, of- another part of me thinks, like, I picked Bryson last week. Do you not have to just sort of be pot committed to Bryson through the FedEx Cup, which essentially that's, that's this is all, it? That's all on you. You can do whatever you want. I don't think I'm going to do that. Okay. I actually think I like the strategy I have in spinning. All right. Well, we'll get, you want to get into it? Yeah. Let's, let's go. All right. So Olympia Fields is the host course for the BMW Championship this season, just south of Chicago, about like 20 miles outside of it. Uh, the last time it was seen, like I mentioned, was actually the 2017 Women's U.S. Open. Before that, the players in this field who would have played it in like a real tournament setup, like professional tournament, I guess, not professional. The 2015 U.S. Amateur, 2003 U.S. Open, Jim Furyk won at that event. But there's like the Fighting Illini Invitational on the college circuit every year that uses this uh, where Wolf and Cameron Champ won uh, two of the past four years at that, where like Hovland, Rahm, and Scotty Scheffler and Morikawa all posted top 25s in that event. Um, in the 2003 U.S. Open, Tiger was T20, Charles Howell was T53, Casey missed the cut, and Scott missed the cut. Those are the four guys in from that field that are still in the FedEx Cup this year. Uh, and in the match play stage of the... 2015 U.S. Amateur. Bryson won that year. John Rahm was fifth, and Maverick McNeely was ninth. Denny McCarthy was also ninth, but he did not sweep through to this round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Top 30 in the FedEx Cup standings are going to move on. It's par 70, 7,360 yards, 66 yards. What I'm looking for for course comps, uh, Harding Park. Harding Park and Bethpage. I think they're pretty decent comps, except this is going to play... I'm guessing significantly easier. Like I mentioned off the top, this is not going to be a USGA setup. This is going to be a FedEx Cup playoff, playoff setup. And it's going to be designed to be, I would think, a little bit easier than normal. We've seen like different, uh, like remember Medina last year? It's like, oh, well, at the the PGA Championship, like Tiger got to minus 18, but like everyone else kind of sucked. And then last year, there was four guys better than minus 20. Like most of the field finished better than minus 10. So we've seen major tracks or major-esque tracks used in the FedEx Cup playoffs, and they have not played nearly as hard. I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the case this time around, but history would lead me to believe that will be the case. Does DJ doing what he did last week make anyone from the PGA be like, we can't have that again? No, I don't think so. Very good. Like I said, the past five winners of the BMW Championship, all at hard courses, technically, uh, when they're set up the right way, have all finished minus 20 or better. So getting into the odds, like I said, it's a it's a stacked field here. You got DJ at eight to one, Rom at ten to one, JT and Bryson fourteen, Rory and Xander at eighteen. Webb is twenty, Berger and Morikawa twenty two, Jason Day twenty five to one. We keep talking about how like the studs win at the BMW champion or at the, in the FedEx cup playoffs. If there is the one event that does veer a little bit off of that, it's this one where you've seen some giant superstars, Dustin and Rory have both won this event, obviously different course rotation, but Keegan won it. Uh, Billy Horschel won it the year that he ended up like going on his run. Like you see Zach Johnson has won a BMW championship. There are different types of players, not necessarily the very, very, very high end players who end up winning the BMW championship for whatever reason. I don't know why that is. Cause it could be random chance. Yeah, I don't, 
I, I don't have an answer to that other than, okay, this might be the one outlier. As I told you off air, this board to me stops. Like, I, there's 22 names to discuss. I don't want to sound like Brooks Kepka flying to a major, crossing off names, but it's pretty easy where, where in my opinion, where to draw that line. Uh, if you're going to use fantasynational.com highly recommend to use fantasynational.com slash mayo to get 20 percent off but if we're just looking at it who's played the best coming in like riding form obviously the top 10 from last week but just overall uh harris english scotty scheffler john rom dustin johnson and ryan palmer daniel berger kevin kisner and webb simpson have been the best players per strokes gained over the past six events coming into this event kisner's been unconscious i don't know how he's doing it I, i'm just literally confused by it it's good to see you like kids how do you not how do you not he seems to have a lot of fun and he'll show up at a muni looking like he looks leaving his tour bag in the trunk and he'll take you for all the cash in your pocket too just for kicks so what are we doing at the top here because i have my guy that i want to bet i think yeah i don't know i like rory and i like xander and i think i could bet both of them with a guy in the 40s how scared are you of dustin just going on a then run? like we like we've seen yeah we've but seen it's dustin un- do this but i there's nothing to think about he's eight to one we've seen one under 20 to one bet cash since the restart and that was bryson's i guess maybe if you bet dyson i don't know you got a bad line on dustin last week um so i'm not willing to go under 10 to one i don't care so i don't know i think the smart move rory being at 18 is essentially like dustin going to 30 before the travelers yes 28 sorry or whatever you might have bet him that week like so i don't we're here i haven't lost a cent on rory because i haven't bet rory and i feel like we could put our foot in this pool and xander uh i've bet xander i've bet xander xander is a horrible odd I why, bet it. Why, at, where? No, twenty. I got a twenty. But either, even at twenty, I don't care. Like, why is he the same number as Rory? I don't care. I don't mind it's Xander. Not like he's no playing, cut like, event, particularly well. Sets up well. You said Harding Park's a comp. I bet Xander because I was just looking for a guy maybe in the twenties to bet because that's where I like to bet. I don't know. Isn't Burger a better bet? I've bet Xander. Okay, Burger might be a better. I, I bet. just I don't understand why he's eighteen to one and someone like. Why is it continues to happen? I guess the reason would be that people are going to the window or taking out their DraftKings Sportsbook app and betting Xander Shoffley. But like, I know Morikawa just missed the cut, but he's one for one and wins coming off missed cuts in his career. By the yeah, way, yeah, I don't know. He shouldn't be lower than than Xander. Uh, I, I have no case against Morikawa other than like life is just chill at some point. But in the same way, like, why is Webb Simpson twenty to one and Xander is eighteen to one? Listen. I don't I don't know. A lot of that will flip. I like Xander. Maybe they've already been taking some bets because they took mine. And the site that had him at 20 knocked him uh to 18. And my bet shouldn't have scared them. But I don't see Rory moving. I can see him. I mean, so I saw 18s and I was praying to God that a site that likes to grease numbers would grease that 18 and make it like a number. It's imagine it's crazy how if there's a 20 instead of an 18, like I would have run like just you gave me Rory at that. So I should still probably run and make this bet. So I bet it this morning at 18 to one pretty sizable bet. And I instantly cash it out being like, 
I don't think people are going to be on Rory. I'm going to see if this goes to 20. No, I think he's going to be super popular. You do? Yeah. He did, because the comments that came out this morning about how, like, Rory's been straight up bad. 3D chess. Since, since the this, restart. He's, he's reset they, expectations. We're they, ready to go. Sorry. I've been better. I've been better. New network, same habits. Article comes out with an interview with Rory talking about the lack of fans he feels has really affected him at these tournaments because the intensity isn't up there for him. Now, would you like to hear my Rory McIlroy case this week? One, he's one of the five best players in the world, and he's being priced at the lowest end of those, and we've had a lot of success yeah. betting that type of player so far since COVID. Yeah. Um, number two, last week, he lost strokes off the tee in all four rounds. He's done that once in his career. So I went back and looked at it. Since 2007, he's done that one time in his career. Wouldn't expect Rory to be shitty with the driver once again. That's just me. He also lost, what was it? Uh, I have it written down here because I couldn't believe the number. Um, minus, actually, I'll just sort by worst putters. Minus 6.5 strokes putting. So he lost off the tee, which Rory never does. And he lost six strokes to the field on the greens. Roy's not a great putter, but that mark, the fourth worst of his career. So those things I would expect to flip back to, I don't know, halfway normal. The thing that's been crippling him since the restart is the guy can't hit a fucking iron to save his life. It's been like brutal how bad his irons have been. But how did Rory make the cut at Northern Trust last week? What did he do? Because it wasn't helping him that he was chipping it into the water backwards from around the green. He lost around there, too. The irons, good. Top 10 in irons out of anyone in that field last week. If that can be sticky and he can continue to hit these irons, I expect the putting to rebound. I expect the driving to rebound to a super elite level. The guy, I guess, besides Bryson or when DJ, when he's on, is the best driver of the ball in the world. That happens, Rory wins by 10. So I'm in on Rory, whether it be 18 whether I'm going to gamble to see if it goes to 20, if it goes to 16, I'll bet that too. I'm, I'm, in. I'm in. So I'm in. I'm in. That's it. We'll do this. Let's call this shot. You're absolutely right. Of See, Brooks has been this total weird situation since his the return to play. But of the guys that I think we agree that are at least alive right now that are the five best players in this field, in the world, the guy that goes into the week with the highest odds has consistently seemingly had the best success in these big fields of the elite players. Yeah. Of these five, like where did Rom win when they pushed him up? DJ hot pushed him up. Web web pushed up. I guess, Webb, you can add a sixth name to it. But I just mean, of the guys that like you want to call super elites, seems like you take that one. Webb is like elite elite. I don't, I'm just so just hard. Like that's, it's that's not it true at all. That's, he won me the is. bet. That's fine. You still don't, you still give him no respect. Way more. He's the Rodney Dangerfield of this betting board. No respect. Yeah, look at him with his shirt off. No, that's a joke, but I just mean like Dustin Rom. What do you think? What do you think that Justin Thomas looks like with his shirt? Justin, on? you're right. J Dustin Rom, Justin Rory, Bryson. I have a hard time accepting Webb there, but the stats put him there. The win equity puts him there. The you, contending rate. You got puts driver him envy is what you got. Of course, who doesn't? Um, so whatever I say, I feel like I don't. 
Justin won at uh, Memphis. Where, where was he on that board? He probably was pretty I high. think he was 12. Nothing you could do with that. Maybe I'm making something up. I don't care. I like the Rory bet. They pushed it to 18. If it was 20, I would have hammer fisted it. So I'm not going to stop at 18. Your case on the irons is almost all you need to hear. I mean, this could also go back the other way, too, because he's been hitting his irons so horribly that maybe he just goes back, reverts Where back does out. he even rank in the FedEx Cup? Rory? Like, if he wins, is he in first place? I think so. Probably. I don't. I don't know. I think it's twenty five hundred points for this. Either way, I think I believe he's through to East Lake. Regardless. Yeah, of course, I, it's pretty. No, but since the restart, like going into the <laughs> going into uh, I guess the Players Championship, where he was the defending champion, he had put together I believe it was eight consecutive top five finishes on the PGA Tour since the restart. He doesn't have a top ten. Yeah. Insane. His win rate. His contend rate. Like. like and he, hasn't, math, and he so, hasn't won yet yeah. in 2020, which is just be weird if he didn't win this year. It was like, Dustin, we were betting him at Travelers. Like, guy wins every year. He's going to win one of these. Now he has two. I don't know. To the point of him, it's pretty amazing how good your life is when you're playing for the stakes these guys are playing for, and he needs to see people, <laughs> hear people. I mean, I get it. I get it. Makes sense for a competitor. That's all part of it. Uh, the vibe of the crowd, but I don't know. Let's go. Let's go defend your FedEx Cup. I think it's going to be popular. I can see that. I think people are going to look at this board, Pat, and see those prices and decide this is where I got to go. I mean, I'm trying to get fancy maybe with Xander because you make strong cases. In no world should it really be... Maybe you can make the case it should be the same as Webb, Berger, and Morikawa, but nothing in the last, as great as Xander's been, nothing in the last six weeks he's done should make him lower than those guys. Yeah. But it's a no-cut event. I feel like just like uh, just like Rory, like he's due. I don't know. It's so silly. You're trying to think of something. You're working with such a finite part of the card. And then when you decide that you don't want to bet someone under like 15 to one, you're working with an even smaller finite card. And these are the two names that I'm going to roll the dice with. And you better believe I'll come in on the back end, but not too, not too deep. No, not too heavy. The card's going to be small. It's a 70 man field. And I've got two plays at a 20 and an 18. I think for me, I'm just going to go back to Morikawa again. Why not? I did it last week. I used him in 85% of my DraftKings lineups. That did not go well. Although so many people, big names, missed the cut at high ownership. That five of six was like still good. Uh, if you had the right other piece, I didn't have Dustin, but had enough to squeeze me through in some like high-end and- single entries. But at the same time, I don't know if that 22 is going to stick. I could see that dropping back to 25. I believe it did last week. Like it, Remember, it opened at 18, then it immediately dropped back. I could so- see... I- I'm going to wait to actually place my wagers this week. I might bet that Rory 18, like do a half bet on it and see if it moves and put the other half on it after it moves, whether it moves in my favor or against me. I'll commit to that. But with Morikawa, I'd commit to betting him at 22. I'd bet him at 20, but I'll see if I can get a 25 on that if there's no action on it. But like how often in how often Colin Morikawa's career has he had consecutive bad weeks? Doesn't happen. I worry that he didn't play well last week, just like Rory. I worry that he hasn't played well. But Morikawa, and it was pardon because we had the event. Is his first event since being a major champion? Yes. It's almost like a mully. 
like total free pass, right? Yeah, I'm going to give him a pass because I want yeah. to bet him again. I love Morikawa. He's been good to us. <laughs> I, I could now, like, he's won at 33 to 1 and 33 to 1. I got like another 50 ass tournaments before like he starts like being in the negative for me. So let's keep going back to Morikawa. Yeah, no, I wasn't there at the workday, but certainly cashed the PGA ticket. And I love the guy. And the smile's worth a million bucks, too. He doesn't have bigger smiles than Vic, though. Vic's always smiling. Good or bad. Vic could be in. Could be one of those names north of 40. That Vic gained like 300 strokes putting last know. week. <laughs> um, just a random question, because I can't believe that uh, my Corn Fairy graduate pick in our fantasy league is alive in Bobby Shelton. <laughs> Literally. But what would it take for a guy coming in at like 65 to move on? Yeah, top three, I think. So all those oh, guys. You know what? I didn't even put it in the article. Bob Shelton, Robbie Shelton, T9 at the U.S. Amateur when it was here in 2015. All right. Well, you could first round leader bet him if you want. There we go. <laughs> him uh, and, oh, you know who I'm definitely taking? Carlos Ortiz. Well, no, I was going to say Andrew Landry. Oh. Andrew hmm. Landry keeps like getting to the weekend and like looking good and then just imploding and on Saturday or- and Sunday. How is Ortiz here? What do you have? WGC finishes or something? I don't know, man. I can't remember. Uh, you're right. Get, yeah, it's this, goes, this goes back to last September. I know. And this is why, <laughs> just to quickly talk about our fantasy game, Rick was playing 3D chess. He's got 10 bodies I here. Know, he has everyone left. All those guys that he like saw their like Lanto and all their swing season numbers that like, oh, they're all going to be in Chicago. Well, this, no, it was because they had all qualified for the Masters is why he took them. Because <sighs> they would get into the players. They would get yeah. into the Masters. Like they were automatically in that field. Well, I'm here taking like Brant Snedeker, who I don't think you know, has earned more than 30 bucks this year. Anyway, so from the top end, I think you really got to pick your poison here. Like, do you go back to Jason Day? What does Bryson do out of missed cuts, though? I don't know. Because he won two FedEx Cup events You know, out of you're able to research some of this stuff yourself. That is true. <laughs> I, that... I guess you, you want to ask me, and I should know the answers to all this, but he had a really terrible putting week. Bryce, he lost four strokes putting in two rounds. How does he do off missed cuts? He missed cut at Memorial, 30th at St. Jude. He missed the cut at Greenbrier, 13th at Safeway the next week. Missed the cut at the Open Championship, 48th at St. Jude. Missed three cuts in a row going through here. He doesn't miss a lot of cuts. Yeah, he doesn't miss a lot of cuts. If you had to pick one of the guys, like Dustin, we agree, is kind of unbettable. At 8-1, to yeah. It would probably be Thomas at 14. Because he Thomas at fourteen, how I, I love Rom, but how do you go Tom Rom at ten versus Thomas at fourteen? Like you'd have to think Rom, you'd have to, like I said, be Babe Ruth calling your shot. I mean, I I think that there is a way that you can construct a card this week. I was just even looking at it. Like I do, you know how I get tempted by my Hideki's at forty yeah, yeah, yeah. and my you know, oh is Billy Horschel? Can he reel it off? He's sixty to one. Be like, oh Joaquin Neiman, a hundred and sixty to one. Maybe this is just the week where I allocate all the money that I would take on top 10s and top 20s and just go Thomas, Rory, Morikawa, done. Done. <laughs> done. And just make big bets and hopefully one of them wins. That's not. It's, it's no different than me betting seven guys or eight guys and What's funneling the, all the money together. Literally, three big bets on this finite field of 20 guys that can win. I might do that. Season's been good, man. I think th- what you think about Bryson or about Rory, about how he's going to be a popular bet. I think people are going to go to the window for Bryson just because he won the amateur here. Again, and I said it to you, and you're right. It's my decision. It's for no one to make for me. But part of me thinks, like, I bet Bryson last week, like, summer of. It's August. 
It's Bryson winning season. Like you almost be pot committed to the fact of Bryson winning a FedEx Cup event. You know, Justin Thomas lost two strokes putting during a St. Jude win. Yeah, we did. That was that that was making fun of all the uh, like how the putting is the last thing here when picking these guys. So he's lost. He lost one point nine at St. Jude, three point five at the PGA Championship. Lost four last week. When he puts, he wins. Yeah, it's not even close. So if you can get a putting week out of him, like it, it wasn't a great week overall for him, but I don't know. There are a couple moments where you're like thinking he could get hot. Him and Rom lingered, and Rom finally had a big round. I think. I mean, you could make the case for Dustin or Rom if you just wanted to make the like one of those guys like your starting point, like Rom. Rom played well last week. Didn't hit his irons particularly well. Puck yeah, you could bet Rom and Rory and call it a banger. I don't. I don't know. I just don't get why Xander's on the level of these guys on the betting board. I don't get it. Well, goombas like me are out here betting them and looking in a camera, and sometimes people. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I got it. Web, any interest? Not where my money is now. Burger. I love Daniel Berger. Just think about it objectively. Like you don't have money on Xander already. Like did these when you were going through the process? Yeah. Oh, it was it. Xander and Berger. That's who the other guy I was thinking of. I'm going with Xander. Almost like how can this guy not win in 2020? Doesn't make any sense to me. He did win. Oh, Xander. I thought you meant yeah. Berger. I was like Berger did win. Yeah. Uh, with Morikawa, like there should be no reason that I bet Morikawa over Berger when you think about it, because like the you know the momentum, the the hot play of the FedEx Cup playoffs that he has coming through. Just had another good week. Made a big putt on 18. So Ryan Baroff could win like a hundred thousand bucks. Shout out Baroff. No, he lost on the Berger putt. Oh, I thought he won on the Berger. No, he 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 needed the Louis putt for birdie, and he got it. I didn't realize he had lost on. Oh, he needed the, the burger. burger putt, which is so funny because he's anti burger. Probably cost him, yeah. I think, thirty k. Oh shit! Well, I'm sorry, Ryan. You did win a bunch of money, and that's the irony, <laughs> and that's why, like, a lot of you know the guys within the bubble were like picking on him because it was burger. Like of all guys, a burger is nails, man. Guy is nails. Win could win. I don't know. Let's get him into the Masters. He enjoys a nice par 70. So, yeah, like, I, I haven't decided yet on Morikawa or Burger. That's where I'm at. And Dave's like a no-go. I don't know. I, I have I, nothing I just, to say. I haven't, not... I haven't been betting him, so I don't know why I would jump on now. Yeah, I agree. All right, so the next level of guys, the 30 to 1 and kind of to the players who matter. So we got Cantley, Reed, 30. Finau, 33. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Used you on DraftKings, too. Uh, Woods and Scheffler, English, Kisner, Hatton, 35. There's going to be drift in this area. Shop. Yeah. I'll say that there's Sh- better. Shop, but I mean, or just wait. Wait, shop. Wait, wait a day. Hatton's not going to be 35. I saw what DraftKings posted. They've got some fancy numbers on a lot of these guys. Scott, Hideki, 40. Hovland, Wolf, 45, Casey, Louie, Fitz, Horschel, Dower, out of the range. You've almost crossed the nut. You've crossed the threshold. I, I think the lowest you'd want to go, like, I, I, you Wolf. know what, is probably Wolf. Cause so, I don't even want to say Casey because Casey never fucking wins. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> he might have had that big moment and he came up short and Morikawa owned it. So that's it. I'm not betting Casey. So I think that's like if you really want to go with it, unless you're like riding the Russell Henley form or the Ryan Palmer form. And that would be the type of guy if I was going to take a shot. They just come in in such good form. That maybe they just continue it going and they can win this. I don't think that's going to happen. But and the I, other problem is you're paying a, an arm and a leg for form with like Kiz and Scheffler and English in this. Oh my god, you thirty five to one. Thirty five to one. He is playing great. 
Same win equity as Finau. <laughs> Zero? Um, don't worry about me. So from that range, hey, you could get, you could win the, you could play the video game, create your alternate universe, and make Finau a winner. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do this. Week. Yeah. So again, if you want to get in the giveaway, uh, remember to share the show around, retweet it, tell some friends, like the episode, and you got to subscribe to the Mayo Media is Network. Cantley sort of forget like Rory and Tiger are these like omnipresent figures. Obviously, I'm not even comparing Rory to Tiger. But other than that, we say Cantley's been the most disappointing, like good player since we've returned to play. Remember when we returned to play and he was he was like where Xander 16 was sixteen to one. Yeah, I, I do. At Her- where was it? We were like this this guy. Yeah, and, come on, and Heritage is like his jam too. Or maybe it was Memorial or Workday because he'd want. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I don't like Finau. Where? Why is he still priced at thirty three? He actually drove the ball well last week. He his irons well. He couldn't chip a putt. He lost four I, strokes. I like Bryce. He lost four strokes. There, there's a rounds. there's a female with a four in front of it, and I might have to be there. So when I was Shocker. thinking about that, a player that has <sighs> recently returned to form, who I do think is an elite player in the world, and I think that's what you want to try to find. Like, like you know, the reason to get behind Rory. There's the outlier things. We know that he's high end, uh, but he's the lowest of the top end players. Do you know who I'm going to say? No, I'm just. Continue. Adam Scott's 40 to 1. Yep. Yep. He feels okay. He's putting it together. Like the first two rounds, he missed like 30 putts from inside five feet, which he'll do. And then on the weekend, he was out of it and he was almost just like, ah, let's make some money. Get the fuck out of here. That's more South Africa. That is fair. Um, Here's how I'll defend the Scott bet and a guy that I'm thinking about supplementing those two bets I've spoken about. Adam Scott playing his second week in a row, man. <laughs> like, how could this not be a good thing? The guy's usually amazing when he just plays once a month. Now he's going to play back-to-back. If you've been betting, Scott, I think you got to stay. I think you made a joke before we went to air that a guy you were interested in that I think could win the U.S. Open that you almost thought you wanted to bet this week, it was in the field, Justin Rose. I think one of those... Guys, I'm also an idiot with Justin Rose for whatever reason. And I'm not even a Rose fan. But at least Scott is playing. I think both of those guys um, are primed for something big. They're in only the playing next for big events. Month. And at least Scott gets more... I mean, Scott's actually going to be in the big events this one and next week. Rose is not. Uh, I don't know if... I don't think that Scott... Scott you won Riviera. Yeah, just because you win. It's worth the same as winning the fucking Sanderson Farms. It's all worth the same amount of FedEx Cup points. There weren't that many events this year. Yeah, but like Lonto's win was worth the same as Scott's win. Scott's played like two tournaments. Okay, you're right. I, you're right. I don't know the exact number. Why don't number. you just pull up the standings? Well, that, you're right. Um, I assume Scott would be a, in, and I think he's going to have a, good, a decent week and probably will get him in if he's not. Uh, but two veteran players, I think, could win the U.S. Open. And in the case of Scott, who I know people have bet him for the U.S. Open... I would almost argue protect that bet this week because I think something special is going to happen here before we close it out. And I'm going to probably be wrong because when I say something special, we got three events left. Adam Scott is currently 38th in the FedEx Cup standings. One spot behind Patrick Cantlay. There's a bunch of guys on the outside looking in. Neiman, Wolf, and I can't believe Beyond Honey is still lingering around. Cantlay and Scott and Woodland are all outside right now. Jason Day is in 50th. Tigers in 57th. What a disaster for Louie. Casey. No, Louie got in, though. 
Oh, yeah, right on it. Yeah, he came 70th. Howell needed the eagle, and he got it. Oh, sorry. not Louis actually protected that top 20, but what a weird guy. Taylor Gooch hit me a top 20. What do we, on a, like, a, I don't think I've ever had an actual, like, weirder piece together betting card than last week. My bets obviously weren't good, like the outrights, but Streelman hits first round leader with a one fourth split. Good job. Great I get call. the I get the uh the one fourth on the each way, and then a gooch like eight to one top twenty. Not how I envision drying it up. I'm not gonna lie to you. Fino's actually just 29th, so he can't lollygag uh No, this so the week. guy's right on the periphery. You know who p- played like sneaky good last week and is somehow twenty-sixth in the FedEx Cup standings? Cameron Smith. I don't know how, but you <laughs> mentioned all those events that we are watching football during. And he won so out the same. Yeah. Um but, but I gotta give credit somewhere else. Back actually. to Adam Scott. I'm gonna right. bet Adam Scott at Makes, forty to one. Yeah. I might even get a better number. Who knows? Maybe. So Rory and Adam Scott in on those two. Those are good players. Yeah, I'm gonna this. I'm trying out this new strategy. Good players win good golf play. tournaments. Just bet good players. Speaking of not good players, but I guess the fact that he's literally playing and ranked 28th in the FedEx Cup, I have to give credit. Oh, young Tim Reva. Of all Tim's like no, no. no. Tim, Tim jumped on Streelman after Streelman gained all these points. He's been <laughs> shitty since. Like he wasn't even good last week. He got you the first round lead. Yeah, and, and how great. and how was he after that? He was seven under after the first round. I think he finished at seven under. I don't know what he finished. I don't know. You weren't paying that close of attention. Out of to... sight, out of mind. Last week you went with Hideki. You're just going to pivot there, there to Scott. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, Hideki's live in these things always, but he, man, he's, it's over three years since yeah, he last like won. Yeah, it's like Casey-esque trust in winning, he, right? He, we used to call him the, I mean, we used to call him the Japanese Fowler. Maybe he's the Japanese Casey. Maybe they're all the same person. Fowler, Casey, and Hideki. Then what is Fina? He's worse than all of them, technically. He's Mormon, Mormon Ricky. <laughs> so beyond that, like, is there anyone else in this range that like I, I like Hatton a lot? Yeah, Hatton. I don't There's think some that, strong. I don't think that thirty-five is going to stick. That'll be forty-five or fifty. If it gets to forty-five or fifty, I'm in. Those are some strong numbers out there for Hatton. He played two amazing rounds at Northern Trust and like two of the shittiest rounds you'll ever see. I don't know what is going on with that guy, but from the key, I mean, I don't know exactly where the plurality of approach shots come from this week. I'm guessing it's 175 to 200. He's number one in this field since the restart from that range. So the ball strike can keep up like it did in rounds one and three at Northern Trust. He's in this. If he plays like two and four, he's going to come dead fucking last. What? Just doing math in my head. Um, but like Wolf and I like more guys than I want to bet as we talk well, about we, Vic and Wolf both at forty five. Attempted. You mentioned the um, Wolf. peak putting uh, from Victor. Yeah, and Wolf Wolf Saturday was not good. Bad news. <laughs> Someone who had money on Matthew Wolf. I thought he was the one. Who, like I looked at the betting card, my betting card, and like I had all the guys started, and Wolf and C. Wu were both tied at minus 10 after two rounds. And I looked at it, I was like, and I looked at like the strokes gain numbers. It's like, oh, Matthew Wolf's not making putts. But he's doing everything Saturday. else. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's doing everything else well. Like I looked at the top, I was like, well, if DJ can like stick it like 18 under, you know, there's 62s out there. Like someone can go do it. I was like, Matthew Wolf's going to be that guy. And he shot like seven over. So not, not fun for me. Leishman was the other player who's won a BMW championship who wasn't like elite, 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 but he has been God awful recently. He played with DJ on first two rounds. Yeah. He watched that. 
that performance. I like almost full credit D people make fun of DJ for like being aloof, like sort of in sort of his own little world and it works for him and like not showing the same emotion, good, bad, indifferent. But I think th those are moments where it benefits him. I agree. Because we see so many players like well, look at Rory. Like, Rory's yeah. complaining about like the atmosphere is affecting him. DJ just—I don't even think he noticed. And he's fans, the, no yeah, fans. He's burning the first seven holes while his playing partner's bogeying like the first five. <laughs> and so many players would be like, I don't know, just you know what I'm trying to say. Even though people get mad that sometimes I don't like say what I'm trying to say here, but uh, I think it works to him, and and that would have been a situation. Because so many players, uh, oh, they ride the shitty momentum of each other or ride the good momentum. When you, you're not surprised to open the the Thursday Friday like score and like two guys in the group are fighting for first leader, and we're not talking about the good players. Yeah, well, they're all. We're not talking about the players you might suspect to be going that low. Anyhow, um, I don't know. Fitz has Chicago ties Northwestern, but his game like he was peaking around Memorial. Had a real couple we couldn't miss weeks, a right? putt when it turns out when you live and die by game when you live and die by the Denny McCarthy approach to golf yeah. sometimes you're just not going to be good if you're not perfect with the other aspects when your putting goes your score you'll see it on the scorecard easy um so we're in the 50 plus range right now does do you do you actually think you'll bet anyone from down here because I don't okay think, no here are the guys is Norin not playing really hot though you mentioned some other guys it's, playing. it's, it's all chipping and putting and he's been scoring at easy courses yeah, uh, pretty well through the restart. I'm not looking maybe to make the bet, but you mentioned some guys at the back end who have been playing really well. You mentioned Palmer and was it Henley? Palmer and Henley, I think, are the two best. I mean, we just glossed over Scheffler. I just, uh, I just don't I think know, I'm going to bet him. 35 to 1, I don't know. I mean, the guy never – he's never in trouble. No, he's he never, just drives it so well. He reminds me of, like, peak Cantley. Like, there's never bogey putts. See his caddy go down? Actually, you, didn't, you weren't watching mm -hmm. it. His caddy had, like, a LeBron game one mm -hmm. cramp session. It had to be carted <laughs> off the course. Had a new caddy who was wearing pants, not shorts. Um, I looked hot. I, I got no... I just... I'm not there. Like, are you, Would you make a pure talent bet on Woodland at 70 or Im, on, Im at 80, knowing that those guys... I don't want to say no. broken, but they're no. just not playing well. Bubba at 100. Bubba keeps, like, lurking. Bubba's nice. Is it, oh, what about Neiman? I've been a sucker for him. Maybe I'll catch like a. Oh, so this is a great week with your T's, fives, tens, twenties because the field is so small. Even I mean, every week's a good week to play at sites that don't chop. But this is a great, even better. Uh, make sure you do some things on that end. Yeah, I don't know if I'm. Gonna... I'll get a Neiman top twenty at. Well, I guess with seventy guys, five they know, to one. Not idiots. They I, know what they're doing. I think five to one would be the number you. I can. I can play that. I'm not going to bet Neiman to win this event, though. Like I jumped on him after round one, just because the you know, the outlying numbers looked really good. It's like, oh, if he can improve his putting, then it's just game went away in round two. So that was Munoz. Munoz, yeah, he, he started off with like the seven birdies in a row and couldn't be first round leader. Uh yeah, that would be it. Over a hundred uh, would be Neiman. If you're asking if people like. Those suggestions. I, I would just say, I mean, even Nas down to 140. He was another guy. Like had, had, a, had a round or played, two. He played two really good rounds and two yeah. really bad rounds. Yeah, Palmer and Henley would be the two most intriguing to me. Like, you know, Ryan Palmer has sneakily had a really good season. Very good. 
I would I don't bet him to win golf tournaments. No, because he doesn't he never wins. But yes, <laughs> I will one hundred percent a very good golf season. Former a lot of late tea times. Yeah, he loves coming in second or third. Whatever. Pays. Would, would you take 2000, I want to say 15, fighting Illini Invitational winner at this course, Cameron Champ? I just don't think I'm going to be in this range at all. Okay. But I don't mind that. I, got, I, I, I did I did mention if you're going to play some form, obviously like Brian Harmon had a good week, but Cam Smith actually hit his irons really well last week. He's 150 to 1. He needs to keep his spot to Eastlake somehow that he's still in it. I was surprised to see him down there. So maybe Neiman and Cam Smith top 10s or something like that. Like, I don't think it's inconceivable. Did more guys miss this top 70 than normal? Yeah, because this feels like, like a lot of guys just didn't, like Sergio didn't get in. A lot in. of the Europeans, like when they didn't expect to start their like run. Fleetwood's not in. Actually, yeah. He's, he's not. He's not. He's not. Yeah. He's, I think, was the finish highest finisher. Fleetwood, Fowler. The list of premier. Is, uh, Fowler's not in this, is he? Do you want to know something, Pat? Well, I, I can't waste money on a Fleetwood or a Fowler this week. Uh, but Raza is going to be on the show tomorrow breaking down DraftKings. He's like, maybe I'll have a good week because there's no Rose or Fowler <laughs> in the field. <laughs> I actually took a screen grab of it because the list of premier players who missed the cut is literally a list of, like, my favorite and least favorite guys. Fleetwood, Fowler, and then Brooks, Rose, Spieth were probably the five biggest names to miss the cut. Or to miss top 70. You went, you and then in terms of profile, you could throw in Phil. Yeah. But he wasn't even playing it's In last. terms of, like, stature. He missed only by, like, three spots, too. Yeah. He just needed to have a good week and didn't. Now he's playing. I, what, what's he currently on the uh, on the Sonora Tour? I know that has... I, I thought that event has started. It, it has started, yes. Well, there's doubles everywhere in the community. I, I played a double. I don't think it makes a Robert of, Carlson. He's playing. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, the whole point of playing the double is you think that Phil is going to win and you don't want to bet him at plus 220 because you could bet an underdog in an NBA game at plus 220. So you double it. Like I doubled him with Rory. He was 66 to one. Let's see. Phil. Phil hasn't teed off yet. Robert Carlson, Kelk, and Bob Estes are currently three under. I Phil is like good on the PGA tour. Like, give me a break. I would just rather... Did, I did this with Furyk two weeks ago. Yeah, He's plus all, 275 yeah. and he won. I agree. I agree. I'm not saying uh, plus 250 wins, it wins. I was just saying if I was doubling a guy, I think I would rather try to get... I would take minus 110 to guess like a pick em game in, the, ba in one of the sports that are happening. Sure, but then that... And a double up instead then, of a triple up. I don't But know. it's not a double up instead of a triple up because it's... Like you're minus one ten on a like a, a double. Doubles aren't good bets to begin with. No parlay is a good bet. This one's just more for fun. But if you take a minus one ten versus a plus two fifty, it's like three times the multiplier when you're thinking about it. Yeah, so two and a half times more. You're getting. It's gonna be more than that though, because the parlay juices it up a bit too. And if you go from minus one ten to plus two fifty, it's not just the two and a half times. It'll be more than that. Yeah, doubles aren't for me. And making any of the nothing here seemed worthwhile for me. Okay. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Phil should definitely win in the Ozarks. <laughs> Quick picks for the 2020 BMW Championship. I am betting Rory McIlroy. I've bet him at 18 to 1. I'll put a half bet on that, see if it moves a little bit. I'm going to bet Adam Scott. Do you think I should wait? Like, am I getting am I going to get a better number than 40, do you think? I. You could shop it, but I don't think... 
Um, it's not going down. Is it? like everyone in that range. It's not like, going above forty-five. No, and I don't think I'd it's still rather the forty-five. Always, always. Uh, I'm gonna wait on Hatton's number. He's thirty-five to one right now. I don't want to bet it at thirty-five, but if I can get that, you at shop that. Yeah, that there are better numbers out there for that. I just haven't looked around yet. I only looked at the very top end of the board. Then I think it comes down to, like I said, I'm not going above 50 to 1 in terms of outright winner, unless I decide to at the last second, because I'm an idiot. Keep it built at the top. So Rory, you know, having someone at 18 to 1 is going to be the centerpiece of the card. I might go Thomas at 14 and then drop immediately down to 40 and just have like the four guys, or go Morikawa or Berger at 22 along with Rory and Scott. That's that's my lean right now, but Rory and Scott for sure. Wednesday, I guess we'll find out the rest of it. Okay. Oh, top 20s. I think I'm going to go with Landry, Shelton, Cam Smith, and Neiman. That sounds like fun. So Rory Xander for me, and then I think uh, something with uh, maybe two of the best numbers I can get, Finau, Scott, Hatton. As how that those two big names will be supplemented. Won't be all three of those. Who did Cust use in the one and done last week? You remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'll, I'll go look at last week's cheat sheet because I have the one from last week in front of me before I wrote them all down. One and done picks for the BMW Championship. I am going, I used Rory last week. That did not turn out well, uh, but I'm going to use Adam Scott this week. You. Rory. Haven't you? I, yeah, you used him. Oh. Used him early in the season. Tory? Uh, I believe so. You used Casey Cantley. I thought Rory. I had every like, big name and throwing Bryson last week. Well, whatever he did, he, he, got you four, okay. he got you $430,000. Yeah, week. I used, used him. him. Let's move on. Cust is using Jason Day, by the way. You Scott. We're playing till deep, right? We're playing till the Masters. Hatton. Hatton? Yeah. Tyrrell Atten. Yeah. For you, have you? No, you have not used yeah. Hatton. All right. Hatton. It'd be fun to launch the new network and have like fun tournaments to talk about, but here we are. This is a fun tournament. This is the best field of the year, by the way. Maybe not this year, but typically this is the one that is the best. Top I... to bottom. Like, the scrubs that you get at the back end of this versus the WGC are just not even close. Like, Oh, you don't have, like, Cody Haras and shit. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, you yeah. don't have the guy who was great on, like, the pan-Australian. And, like, double. David Lipsky scoring a spot because yeah. he had a nice little run in Europe. There's 10 guys that got in uh, from the European swing into the U.S. Open. Yeah, Horsefield got his two wins, got him in. And a Detry's in. Detry. Detry? Yeah. Win something. Maybe it is Detry. I uh, came so close. I, Raphael Jacqueline. I, geez. you say the, f I'm about to embarrass myself, but like you giving the field those like credits for being so good and me like in my head being like, how's that possible? Fowler and Fleetwood are in here. <laughs> this is, like I said, this isn't as strong as other years because yes, having those guys in the field, of course, would strengthen it, but Speed. it's just 70 players. And they're all pretty good. I wanted to make fun of like Spieth having a season finale, but Fowler was just hucking up a course. So. Nah. 
Okay, I don't know. Football season. Yeah, football. <laughs> AFC, NFC, win totals next week. Custy Awards. Full football coverage coming at you. DraftKings picks tomorrow with Ben Raza. UFC. We've got tons of stuff on the go. You can catch all the Vintage Cuts yeah. Corners. There's four of them up now on Mayo Media Network. Please subscribe to Mayo Media Network. Come on now. We need to get that number up. And if we can get 6K subs by tee-off on Thursday, I'm giving away a Fantasy National membership. Jeff is giving away a... PGA 2K? Is that yeah. what? 2K1? 2K? It's like their first one. But it's brand new. He's giving away the video game. So you just retweet and share the show around. That's how you enter the draw after you subscribe on YouTube to the Mayo Media Network. And if we can get up to 10K, we might even have a cash prize for that. I am bribing you <laughs> to go subscribe to the channel. So please help me out. Thank you all for watching. FantasyNational.com slash Mayo to get 20% off. Listeners League link in the description of this video and podcast article up on dkplaybook.com right now. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you for watching. Good luck this week. I'll see you next time. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.